The following is an excerpt from an interview that Doug Edwards and I did in San Francisco with John Hendricks in 1997. Doug Edwards leads off with his humor, his acumen, and his heart. Your latest album, uh, Bopping at the Blue Note, uh, you got Winton to do some scatting uh, first time on album. Tell us about that. <laughs> That's really funny. Because Winton wasn't supposed to be on that album. The trumpet player was going to be Clark Terry. And Clark was 70 years old at the time. And he, and he had just flown back from Amsterdam the night before. Uh, and uh, so he did the sound check Tuesday. And then on the way back home, uh, he got sick. So I called Winton, desperately seeking uh, his uh, recommendation for a trumpet player to take Clark Terry's place. Never expecting him to say what, he's, what he did, which was, I'll do it, Mr. Hendricks, you know. I said, wait a minute, Winton, this is, a, this, is a, this is a week's gig at the Blue Note, and it's not going to come anywhere near your kind of money. He said, Mr. Hendricks, will you do me a favor? I said, what? He said, when we talk, he said, never mention money to me. He said, because it'll be my pleasure and my honor just to stand on the same bandstand with you. Amen. And that was so beautiful. I couldn't believe that, you know. <laughs> and then he came and did the week, and my wife had to stuff the check in his pocket. He wouldn't take the money. Mm-hmm. And uh, as far as that scat thing, at the sound check opening night, I said, now, Winton, we're going to do this uh, scat number. Michelle and I do it, you know, with Clark. So you got a scat. He said, no, no, Mr. Hendricks, I don't do that. I don't, I don't do that. No, 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 no. And y'all got to do that by, this, by yourselves. Y'all got that. I said, well, come on, Winton. He says, no, no, I, no, no, Mr. Hendricks, I don't do that. I said, okay. See, I, being, being married 39 years, it teaches you to quit while you're behind. Yeah. <laughs> 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 so I just kept quiet and uh, went on about my business, finished the sound check and everything. Then that night, the first set, I made the announcement. Now, ladies and gentlemen, making his scat singing debut. <laughs> when Marcellus said he was so mad, he came to the microphone groaning, man, how come you do this to me, man? And then proceeded to cut Michelle and I to ribbon. I told him after it was over, I said, I'll take a stick and beat you. <laughs> It was such, it was so wonderful for the first time out, you know, and you, one could tell that uh, he had that capability, you know, I mean, he heard all the notes, it was just a question of how he would form them vocally, you know. Well, all jazz instrumentalists can scat, because when they're teaching their tunes to their bands, they say, no, it's not, it's, you know, they, they have to scat what they want from the band. So they can all do that, you know, and some of them do it brilliantly, like, uh, like you know, Clark is brilliant at it. Dizzy is, has no peers at it, you know. And, uh, Mel Torme is another one that can scat. Yes, yes. Al Jarreau is a great scat singer. Yes, McFerrin is another one. Oh, there's, a, there's a lot of cats that, that, that scat very well. Most of the guys who play uh, think, think of it as something different from what they're doing. But I tell them, look, if you... If, if you're playing a solo, 
just take the horn out of your mouth and keep singing. Because that's what you're doing anyway. You know, you're singing on the horn because when the arranger writes an arrangement for the horns, it's called voicing. The horn is an approximation of the human voice. That's what vocalese is. It's brought it full circle. First, there was only the voice. Then the horns came in, in an imitation of the voice. And then we brought the voice back imitating the horns. So we went full circle like that. 